I think it's time we blow this scene. Get everybody and their stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. You're not getting the rest of it. But I get the How- reference though. Are you are you saying it's time to tank? Oh good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. It's the name of the song, the opening track from Cowboy mm-hmm, But it's Bob. got an exclamation mark. It's enthusiastic. Tank. It's emphatic about tanking. <laughs> I sarcastically made references to tanking for Trevor Lawrence all day, and I'm pretty sure three or four people took them seriously. And if you only have three or four people taking sarcastic comments seriously, you are you have such a good ratio. That's not bad. Much better than uppercut ever pulls. <laughs> Look, okay, they weren't wrong. They just weren't right for the correct reasons. How game, boys? How game? I missed, so I'm going to be up front. I missed the first quarter. I was visiting someone in the hospital, um, but it sounds like I didn't miss a whole lot other than Drew looking pretty bad once again. Yeah, what were his final numbers? One for five. 20 yards, 20 yards, 20 20% completion percentage. Yeah. And uh, as far as I know, we've got no updates on his injury. Is that right? I haven't seen it. The last thing I saw was that he was going to miss the rest of the game. Yeah. And uh, so Wilkerson. Garbage. There's got to be a reason he's getting played at this point, and it's got to be sabotage. He has blackmail on someone. <laughs> He's got to have incriminating photos of somebody on his staff. He just continues to be porous. I think the play that Drew got hurt on, didn't he whiff on the tackle? And uh, Drew tried to make too much out of nothing and got thrown into the turf. That's yeah. that's what happened, correct? I saw like just the tail end of it. And initially, it was on him. Drew getting hurt was on Drew. He should have thrown it away. He tried to play hero ball, and it didn't work out. I mean, I also, he got he got stumbled or he got tripped up pretty quickly. I don't I don't know how much time he had to do anything. Yeah, it was it was kind of jarring. I again, I didn't see the snaps. I I don't know what Drew was was doing today. Um, but we talked last week about how he was just too quick to try and escape the pocket, even if there wasn't pressure that was collapsing it. I don't know if that was a was an issue again today, and and if that's the case, are we getting another issue where the quarterback is just not trusting the offensive line? Um, I mean, that's what led to Trevor getting hurt uh, back in twenty sixteen. Actually, no, I take that back. <laughs> the offensive line just let somebody through and he got suplexed into the turf. Mm. Um, but but you saw Trevor starting to do a lot of that towards the end of his time in Denver. So I mean, I don't want to say that Drew's the exact same person as Trevor Simeon. That's Drew not what wasn't I'm saying. escaping the pocket just preemptively. Like he was getting chased, but he would then hold onto the ball for too long. So is that is that something that you're worried about uh, from a guy in his uh, seventh NFL start, or do we get to write this off as yeah, but he's young? Well, this is where the habits are formed, right? Yeah, like we'd like to see him start working some of that stuff out. His contract is quick approaching, so if this thing, you know, if he gets a reasonable amount of games, but then starts trying to negotiate a contract, what do you do? If like he gets 
16 to 20 games under his belt this season, like total. Uh, and he starts talking about contract extensions, but we haven't seen dramatic improvement. Like, do you stick with him? Are you talking about Drew? Yeah. Well, I, Drew's in a funny boat because there's, you know, he's not affected by any kind of fifth year contract stuff. This is only the second year of the contract. I, I don't think you see a lot of that out of players until the end of the third year. So for players that are that are taken outside of the first round. So I don't know if that's an issue at the end of this year. I think if that becomes a pro- I mean, I, honestly, from what you've seen, it's it's not enough to make any kind of rational decision. We don't know how much room he has for improvement and what are some of the things that are just, he's just going to deal with for the rest of his career. Um, so it, it's hard to make a call. But yeah, if, if we're talking contract and this is the same player we're seeing now, clearly you're not going to jump through hoops to get him resigned. And he would be a restricted free agent, I believe. So you could wait until the essentially the last second to sign him. So you, you would let, in this scenario, you'd let somebody else set the market and then decide whether or not you want to match that offer, right? From what I've seen from his play, yes. And that's still- only if, you know, in a year... Uh, yeah, or or two, we're we're still having this, you know, undecided feeling about Locke, which obviously it's it's way too early to to talk about that at this point. Yeah, this was his seventh start, right? He's only he's only started seven games, and he didn't even play an entire quarter of this game, so it's way too early for that kind of talk. I am concerned that some of the habits seem to be uh, sticking with him, and it's hard to knock him for trying to escape the pocket when the team is insisting on trotting Wilkerson out at right tackle because how do you trust a line that's going to get you murdered? Jeff Driscoll got driven to the ground multiple times today. I think I saw a stat that Steelers ended with six or seven sacks today. You're, you're going to get some yips from young quarterbacks if they feel like they're not going to get protected when they stay in the pocket. So it's, it's tough to make a decision on that. Uh, I was just curious to see if that was still a problem in those, those first couple snaps since I didn't see it. That that's what I did like with Locke compared to Driscoll. Locke does have awareness of what's happening around him and when linemen are bearing down on him. With Jeff Driscoll, it felt like he had no idea what was happening. Well that, that final Broncos play really uh really exemplifies that from Driscoll, right? He's just standing there fourth and short and just watches the linebacker or it wasn't even a linebacker. I think it was a safety. It was, a safety. It was Terrell Edmonds. Just running straight at him. <laughs> we made that noise a lot today. Just oh, it, yeah. It, little it, snorts. I love, I love just the, the moving over into Doomer and just going like, yeah, now I get to be <laughs> smug and smirk at everything bad. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's only so much we can talk about with Locke because he did only play for half of a quarter, essentially. What, I'm going to read an Albright tweet, and you guys say if you, you agree with any of it. Anybody who understands football, even us transplants, can see even with all the things going wrong, this Denver team is close, and that's a testament to the coaching. Just keep being patient. Close losses become close wins, become big wins if you're building the right way. I'm really torn on that. The idea behind it is correct, but I don't (laughs) think it applies to the Broncos. I remember reading this last year from him. I remember I I was thinking about that during this loss. 
Do you, do we think we're close to close wins? The only reason we were close in this game is because the Steelers were trying just as hard to give it up as we were. So do you think that uh, that this game was... Uh, oh, what was the term I used earlier talking with my folks? Um, do you think this game was artificially close? Like the yes. uh, Tennessee yeah. game was? Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. See, I, I, I don't know either. I, I think that you're seeing a lot of not having preseason games come out of teams right now. I, I don't know that I've seen a, a complete clean game from anybody in the NFL. Um, I did not get the impression because it wasn't like missed field goals. You know, you had, you had some issues that Ben Roethlisberger interception was quintessential Ben Roethlisberger. Like, I don't know that that's a, you know, uh, an outlier when you look at, are these the Steelers that we're, that we're close to seeing? I would say I feel more comfortable about this loss than I do about the Tennessee Titans loss for sure. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> we lost our starting quarterback in the game. So how comfortable can you feel about that? Starting quarterback, uh, wide receiver one. Mm -hmm. you're, you're down to practice out. squad running backs. Your emergency QB, for some reason, was Royce Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, who we lost uh draymond jones draymond or, jones got hurt demarcus walker got hurt so uh, judy's got, going from judy a strength to, yeah yeah judy got probably the wind knocked out of him or just that's what it looked like something like that i'm seeing I was, here i was uh, worried it was a concussion by the at way, first. it was a legal hit for anyone who's listening it was not dirty which no, one it was not oh on judy on judy yeah yeah that's just a momentum thing he he pulled up the best he could I also felt that way. I also felt that way about the uh, roughing the passer passer on Driscoll. That that was momentum, and he tried to pull up the best he could. Right. Yeah, you're probably right, but I'll take it. <laughs> I don't like taking. I I really hate that aspect of football and most professional sports. I assume where they're so willing to take any advantage, even if it's a dishonest one. And that's the expectation for everybody. If you don't take it, you'll be at a disadvantage. I really hate that. I really want an honor system. I go like, no, look, come on. I didn't hit them or they didn't hit me right or something like that. I'm not as noble as you. I <laughs> Wins matter less to me, I guess. The Cowboys won. I don't care about Cowboys. I mean, I care deeply that they lose. Uh, saying Cosmeter. Cowboys came back to win. The Cowboys just kicked a game-winning field goal. Wow. Really? Yeah. They were down pretty big, right? They were down, I think, like 21-0 at one point. Yeah. Hey, since we're, the, uh, since we're talking about the NFL at large and we just talked about uh, injuries, uh, the, just a quick kind of whiff around the NFL. There are a lot of injuries today. 40-plus injuries, it looked like. 40-plus injuries? I, the list was big. I was just looking on the NFL subreddit. It just kept going. Hey, as I brought that up, my dad actually brought me his phone with a list, uh, a mega thread from our NFL yep. uh, of the injuries. This is ridiculous. And like half of them are on the Niners. I almost feel bad for them. The Niners and the Jets game was bad. Our game for the Broncos specifically was bad. How do you feel about the rest of the season? Sorry, I won't. I won't read all these. Yeah, 
How do you feel about the rest of the season after two games? Well, I mean, there were some positives in the game. Hamler looked good coming off of an injury. You know what Hamler didn't look like, though? A punt returner. A tackle. tackle. (laughs) It's true. Uh, How good of a game could Hamler have had that made the... um, the lack of right tackle drafting, even if they didn't fucking play today, the fact that you might have one in the future, like a something you can hang a hat on or something, at, like how how good must Handler be to justify that right now? I, I mean, I know T.J. Watt, Jadavian Clowney, all of these people are you know above average to great uh, pass rushers on any given play, but man. <laughs> He's not even close. He's not, but you you still can't take away the game he had. He he still played well. Wilkinson? No, Hamler. Yeah, oh. Hamler actually did better than no, I thought. Yeah. That's the, that's the question. Like I'm not trying to take this particular game away. I'm asking how good of a game is worth not having a right tackle at least like a prospective right tackle for the future no no like no amount of productivity could replace a right tackle that is in a turnstile i need you to answer the question i did (laughs) you didn't no i said no amount of productivity like it doesn't matter how good the wide receiver could be. We should have taken a right. But we tackle. wouldn't know the right tackle is a, is is in a turnstile. I'm I'm saying perspective. For the wide receiver position or the right tackle position. I'm confused because I answered it. I've and... dropped my headphones. Where are they? I don't know. You ask me. <laughs> I have found my headphones. Where are you guys? What are, what are, what are some things to be optimistic about? Coming Noah Fant. Noah Fant is amazing. Maybe Judy. Like, he looked pretty good in the times he was targeted, right? Except for the times he was weirdly targeted for not good reasons. He didn't do bad. It was just the target was a bad idea. What what was the deal with Fant not getting targets until I don't know the fourth? It seemed like it was late in the game before I saw a ball go Noah Fant's way. Albright tweeted that he was not open much in the first half today. If if I had to guess that, and with Driscoll coming in, like they probably wanted to run some simple plays at first just to get him used to it. Yeah, I don't know. Driscoll's trash. He got lucky today. Every throw is behind the receiver. Um, and that throw to and the throw to fan, I'm gonna give him some props for because like the second it left his fingertips, he was getting destroyed because our tackles cannot block to save their lives. But um everything he did get off with a clean pocket too is behind Hamler. And I don't know if that's a timing thing, but he did not look great. And I don't expect him to. He's the backup quarterback, but there's going to be a lot of Driscoll hype, I think, off of just the box score, and uh, people need to know that he's not good. Broncos Vic Fangio on Jeff Driscoll. In light of the circumstances, I thought going against a good defense, I thought he did an admirable job, and he will only get better if we have to continue with him. Hmm. <laughs> As a backup, he played respectably. Okay. 
I would be I would rather just punt the season if if Drew Lock is out for I don't know what's a good number of games. Let's say six. Four, let's say four or six. Four I, to six I, games. I'd rather just punt the weeks. season. Well, I, I mean, I'm already I'm always pessimistic and go like I'd rather have the draft pick, and then you get into the the the. the the spiral of like you're always going to be drafting low if you tank or something like that and i i don't care because the same teams that have draft middle have been drafting in the middle the same ways too i don't know 19 I, quarterback hits and seven sacks versus did, did the broncos finish with one sack they had two i think they did finish with two i i don't know if they finished with two but I, i'm pretty sure they had two sacks let me look up 14 was telling me that uh, Chubb had a really good goal line uh, moment. But other than that, I don't know that I noticed Chubb a whole lot. He seemed to be dropping in, into coverage a lot. Oh, great. So he's doing the Vaughn thing. Okay, so here's even if that's good for the defense, it's going to cause uh, Broncos fans to flip their shit that he's yeah, not Yeah, no, people sacks. were like, Chubb isn't showing up, and it's because he literally wasn't on the screen sometimes. Is it? Is it a good idea? To, is Chubb any good in in coverage in that way? Like I, I know all uh, edge rushers at some point are going to drop back into coverage, but should it be often enough to notice for Chubb specifically? Um, I don't know. I don't know that you can afford to to have your best supposedly pass rusher drop back that often um, when pass rush is just not as deep as we were expecting it to be. I think when you had Vaughn and Chubb, it made sense to drop them into coverage. But um, if you're banking on Chubb to be your guy there, I think he, you probably just have to let him rush the passer, right? I don't know. Or is it a skill set thing and only Chubb can do it out of our, out of our edge rushers? I, I don't know. I think Fangio's defense requires them to drop back more frequently than, than we're accustomed to seeing. But yeah, I, um, he, he had, he had Mac drop back quite a few times as well, but it seemed to work out for them better than it has the last couple of years for us. I hate but, that that defensive line for the Bears that year was just insane. That is true. They had more push up front. Ah, man, the blitzes that happened today, they were good blitzes. Mm -hmm. They worked really well. They kept, uh, they kept Roethlisberger contained, and it got to him a few times. I just what did Aaron were you saying something? Oh, I uh, just about Mac. Uh, it's not important. Just forget it. Okay. But did did we ever answer like how do we feel after these two games about this the rest of the season? Did I not notice that? Have I tuned it out? I for me it it's still. I know this is a cop out answer, but it's still too early. I uh, Monday night's game was artificially close. The Broncos should have lost that by a, at least 10 points, I think. Um, today's game, I don't feel quite the same. Well, how do you, after this game, how do you feel about the Steelers as a team? Because I came away thinking this team looks very beatable, and I do yeah. kind of expect them to have a wake-up moment for the defense not being as great against teams that have serviceable uh, protection. Because they're yeah. secondary, other than Minka, who also had a few missteps, um, didn't look great. Mm -hmm. that, that's exactly what I was uh, talking with my dad about after this game. Um, 
you know the 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 Steelers are supposed to have this this Super Bowl caliber caliber defense. Uh, they they had I think seven sacks today by the end of the day. Um, that's pretty good, but they also gave up 240, 250-ish yards to Jeff Driscoll. They gave up like 280-ish last week to Daniel Jones. I mean, that is not an inspiring secondary to me. Is this is this a bend but don't break defense situation for the Steelers? Because again, like you said, seven sacks. They also had a pick, and they had a fumble recovery today. So they're getting it done up front. And that and, and that's where, and that's what it's going to matter when they're down in the end zone anyway. So, is I mean, until bend, I'd like to see them break? go up against a solid line, like a, a uniformly solid line across the thing. Um, you, and you just like see what happens. up sacks off Wilkinson, Wilkinson, and whoever the Giants had who are worse than us. Um, I, I I do need to see if Wilkinson can stand up against other right tackles in the league. Is like his Bud Dupree and and JJ not JJ uh, TJ Watt really these world stoppers that any right tackle is going to have significant enough problems to have, I don't know how many are attributed to him, but a total of 19 QB hits and seven sacks. I don't, I don't know. I know the last, the last play, right? The fourth and two with Driscoll. Um, Gordon didn't chip. And I wonder if that was on him or he just was never supposed to, but Hit a f- the free runner coming right at Driscoll. Well, I also don't understand, and I I don't want to get go down this path of of questioning the play calling after the second game. But you did have the ball. You had two possessions to pick up two yards, and the plays that ensued were a uh, a missed throw by Driscoll, and it, it was a pass breakup, right? Because it was two. Uh, it was to Hamler, and then on the second play, uh, Driscoll dropped back and was sacked for like a seven yard loss. It doesn't matter on fourth down, but uh, no run plays there on either on either possession. And I thought that's why we went out and we paid this guy eight million dollars so he could pick up these early or these these easy, you know, uh, first downs and and pick up goal line touchdowns. And I don't know that I've gotten that out of Gordon yet. Well, the the run game today I think suffered uh, a lot once Locke went out because it seemed like it was. I, it seemed to me like it was better before Locke got hurt. And then once Driscoll came in, the defense was able to be like, hey, they're going to have to run it now because they're with their backup quarterback. Well, does, that, just... does that answer your question then about the Steelers' secondary then? About, you know, if, if there was such a heavy emphasis on stopping the run after Locke went out, is it just because people were focused on on keeping the big yards, the big gains down? They, on... they did stack the box a bit more once Driscoll came in. That definitely could be a factor because they also would have been really focused on stopping uh, Saquon Barkley last week. But since they were stacking the box, I don't know why he called, I think it was like three draw plays on second down. <laughs> oh my God. Those you also, you, you so also had the screen, the screen pass on third and 20, 25. He, they ju- it was a draw play on second down and then a screen pass on third down. Like, I, I get that, a screen. Just go ahead. That sequence just made me want to pull out my hair. That was the worst. <laughs> it was so vintage Broncos. Ugh, I hated it. Like screen passes on third and that long aren't unheard for, aren't unheard of, and they happen a lot. Just because the chances of picking it up actually aren't that big, but you don't call a draw play right before if you're going to do a screen the next play. 
how did uh in his second showing how did um Ojemudia look i knew you were gonna go there i have to go there it's i know you brand have, now I, I, it's I part of my to. brand when he's not playing seven yards off his coverage is great he needs to work on his tackling though that long uh long touchdown that he gave up that hurt my soul it looked like he got pushed back on it. You think it should have been offensive pass interference? From what I've seen from some of the other like plays that have been called pass interference from other games, yes. It's a shame because coming off a game where he had a pick last week that was called back due to a penalty, and then he almost had the end zone interception today. Which uh, just confidence. I, I, I hate the adage. I do hate all adages around football. But he should have caught that fucking ball. No, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and that's a reason why he's not offense. There we go. I said it. Yeah, you are. You are. You got to be a hit at parties, man. Parties. <laughs> Cocktail is, socials. No, this is my party. This is it. This is your birthday party. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel. I feel bad for OJ. He he had a rough, really rough second half of the game, especially, but. I still think that there's a lot of encouraging signs there, and it, <laughs> I'll I'll put this disclaimer on it too. So far, it looks like John Elway's best third pick on a corner, uh, <laughs> which is not saying a lot. Wait, no, Yadam started his career uh, with a pick, like in his first starting game, right? Was I think it was preseason? No, Justin it was Herber against. Started for the Chargers. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about uh, against Rivers. Yitem? Yeah. I don't remember that. Like it was the second, it was the second Chargers game, um, and Yitem had to go in, and he got a pick, and people were super encouraged, and I was also wet blanketing that idea, um, and then he came out and didn't have the, um, I don't, I don't know exactly what to attribute uh, to Yitem, like he had physical abilities, but he couldn't finish finish an interaction with a court or with a wide receiver uh, and that leads me to believe that he didn't have as good of physical abilities as maybe it looked like and he definitely didn't have the mental side of the game down as much i don't know if he's been playing with new york i'd like to look that up but uh i think yadam might have had a similar start in that it was like a fool's fool's goldy kind of i don't know the ocean media could still come out of this game and be like okay that's this 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 and this maybe seven yards off the wide receiver is not my forte maybe i don't have the closing speed for that if it makes you feel any better i, I googled the item just to try and find that interception and the first tweet that populated for me was uh, by patricia trina and she says uh bears should have had a second touchdown on that throw by trubisky that was a pretty throw and the receiver looked like he had the item beat so that's, I guess, pretty on brand for him. Mm. We're not missing much uh, with the item in New York. No. Hey, no, no since since, uh, since on our last episode, I called out Uppercut, I have to call out Indy here to uh, even things out a little bit. It's pronounced Yadam. Yadam? No, it's Yadam. actually Yadam. Like, yeah, I'll be there. Yadam. Dom. Like Adam, but with a stupid accent? Like, yeah, like Y-E-A-H. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the item is in uh, New York now. Quality content. <laughs> That's what we bring you. That's uh, right. Who's next week? Next week All is the Bucks. People who listen. 
Yeah, next week we're uh, taking on the Bucks. Oh, uh, Indy, be... you know how you hate Tom Brady more than anybody should, really, for some reason? Do you want me to bring that to the show next week? I, I do want you to bring it to the show, but here's a stat that I think I'm pulling out of my ass, but it might have been put there appropriately. I'm not sure. By I Tom think, Brady. I think... <laughs> <laughs> you made a gay joke to a gay man. Congrats. Um, um, Thank you. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure, Chris, maybe your skills can look this up as I say it. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady has a uh, a tied win-loss record with the Broncos right now. Isn't he and down? It's, and it's the he might be down one. I don't know. But I, he's not winning. He's not got a winning he's record. And I think it's the, he's, it's the only team he doesn't have a winning record against, I believe. Yeah. If you're looking that up, look up the splits for uh, at Mile High versus at Foxborough, because this next game is at Mile High. Mm -hmm. This next game is with Driscoll and possibly no Sutton, um, possibly Locke. But so so at the moment we have to assume Driscoll, no Philip Lindsay, no Cortland Sutton. This next no... game is the whole reason Tom Brady for an additional year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the so this is can... the record. He could at least not have a losing season against every or a losing a record against any. He lost to Josh McDaniels and Kyle Orton. He can lose to anybody at mile yeah. high. I don't yeah, care if he's starting. Isn't going to kill somebody to, uh, next week? <laughs> he's three and seven in Denver. I think Todd Bowles is going to crush us and he's going to make it hurt. Which means he's five and two in my in uh, Foxborough. What does Todd Bowles have against us? Was he the head coach when we, when we kicked the shit out of Arizona? Uh, no, that's uh, that's Arians, um, but I don't think so either. Uh, no, he was the head coach of the Jets, right? Yeah, when, when we crushed us. When they crushed us, when they crushed us, was he still the coach? I thought that was Gaze. We so. we got beat by them last year, correct? Yeah, it was gays. Yeah, it was not. I'm, I'm pretty sure anymore. Vance Joseph was the coach in the game I'm talking about, where they had like a 200 plus rusher. Vance, Vance was our coach for sure. Uh, oh, when two years ago, Isaiah Crowell went absolutely oh, yeah. ham. Yeah, mm -hmm. you are correct. But I believe. Holy the crap! Year before, why do we always lose to the Jets? The year before, we crushed the Jets, and we actually made their offense give up. Their offensive coordinator said that in a press conference. Well, maybe three <laughs> years ago, Broncos will reemerge next next time we face the Jets. If that happens, there's a there's a real possibility we're looking at an own four start to the season. Okay, <laughs> shut up. Okay, um, what about Vic? What did you see from Vic? that might have been different or something that still concerns you? Did you notice anything in particular that you could attribute to Vic this week? I mean, he's a pretty good quarterback, but I didn't appreciate all the dog ring fighting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid joke. Excellent. He uh, called timeouts today. He sure did. He had some to use, and he, he used them this time. And that's the only difference I noticed. I made a joke <laughs> about the, the timeouts from last week carrying over, and I upset Waylon uh, a lot. <laughs> He was not happy. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, funny because I feel like I make way stupider jokes and he doesn't get upset. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Waylon. Um, what about special teams? <laughs> Horrible. 
Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Na? Na? Sam Martin. <laughs> Sam Martin lost two points. Yeah, that was all Sam Martin. <laughs> yeah, oh, they I, I tweeted up on, tackle. I, I tweeted on Monday night. I am a Sam Martin fan. I can't stand by that anymore. I. He he no longer lived so up to your, doesn't run thick. Although, he no longer lived up to your teacher's high standards. He did not. On, he disgraced the name of Sam Martin. Based on how quickly some of the Steelers players got there, I think it might have been blocked anyways. Blocked? It, it was a block, snap. No, he, it went off his yeah, hands. He, he, no, no, I mean, like, if, if he were to have caught it and kicked it, I, I think it might have been so blocked. So those are two Uh-oh. different problems, though. If so he can't, a, it's a long snapper he, and a punter. Yeah, if, if, if that ball is punted but blocked, that's an issue on blocking. Yeah, if that's that, not him. If that, uh, if that snap is then bobbled by the person who's supposed to catch it, it doesn't matter if it would have been also a block. He still should have caught the ball. Well, what I'm saying is no one played well on that snap. <laughs> How short was that snap, though? He was in the end zone, right? Yeah, he was in the end zone. Uh, what else went super well? Anything? No more holds. Uh, another game of no holds for Garrett Bowles. Wait, what was the penalty on Bowles? Was it false start? A false start. Okay. Yeah, Bowles, we, we do really need to go through and look and see, like, I, uh, I, who, did. who isn't calling? There's so many, or there's so fewer holding calls. It seems called this year that it seems like they're Let's just like real. there are. There was only one in the game today. Uh, I went through Monday night's game, only the first half. I found seven plays where I think Bulls could have been called for holding uh, and wasn't hmm. in the first no. half. Well, as long uh, as we don't play ball, that's fine. Yeah, we don't play honor ball here. You know what, though? I am uh, very disappointed. There was a very egregious hold on. Uh, I think the play resulted in a touchdown for the Steelers. Oh, I wait, so holds matter now. I never said that they didn't matter. Um, your honor ball, honor ball. Uh, ooh, once once Von Miller starts playing again, if they keep this up, imagine all of the very angry people who will then go like, "Well, if they're just not going to call holds on bowls, oh. I'm strawmanning people from a year from now." Yeah, you are. <laughs> so not, not even a year. He could come back this year. He's, he's not going to come back this year. Oh, if we shock, I hope he doesn't. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. And if this season goes bad, can you imagine all of the veteran contracts they're going to try and dump so they yeah. can make money to re-sign younger people? So, so Joe Rolls tweeted, uh, hypothetical here. Let's say Locke is out for the year and the Broncos fall into the first or second pick of the draft. Are you passing on Lawrence and Fields when you have no idea if Locke is the guy? He uh, he was already priming that pump, tweeting about Trevor Lawrence early this morning. Was he? Um, I I I think I think, I think that's a legit ready. question. Though. I don't think it it's legit. Absolutely I think legit. it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I Bronco. think obviously you take one of the top two quarterbacks if it, you don't know who Locke is, um, and you don't know who either of those guys are going to be because there are plenty of first and second overall picks who bust. So yeah, hedge your bets. Get so as many options as you can. Just trade Get like a fourth or fifth rounder. Here's my thoughts on that currently. Um, that is the correct thing to do. But if they were to get in like a top five pick for what, excuse me, for whatever reason, 
and decided they wanted to give Locke one more year, trade back a little bit or whatever they needed to do to get uh, one of the top tackles and we're going to the year like that, I wouldn't be upset. Like, I, I wouldn't think it was the right answer. I'd go like, okay, like, let's, let's do this. I, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't piss me off in the same way that some of the recent drafts have. I'm glad he, that this is recorded so that I can hold you to that if it happens in April. Yeah, well, I'll have a lot of time to think of excuses. Trevor Lawrence is that guy like Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning that everybody's saying, this guy will work out. Don't worry about it. This guy's going to work out. So if you don't take him, you're banking on Locke being the guy. And I feel like I just, I just wouldn't at this point. I will take the mm -hmm. sure thing over the, over the guy everybody loves because he spits bars. Hey, nobody is trading a second for Locke if he doesn't play for the rest of the year. Oh, I was laughing hysterically about that. So I agree with you. There's, you're not getting a first or second back. You're getting a, a day two pick at best, and it's going to be late third. Congratulations, listeners, who uh, filled in the context there. <laughs> Although I would, I, I would keep him. I would keep Locke in this scenario. Interesting. Because uh, had, had your bets, you know, maybe uh, first or second pick isn't going to work out. Um, at least you have a backup in Drew Locke who might still work out. I don't think that you, you probably can't do that in reality because no. you want to show that you're confident in a guy and you're confident in the direction that you've chosen. But in our pretend land in September, you know, many months away from April, that's, that's, what, I'll, that's what I'll go by. If we don't have the first or second pick, though, I wouldn't want to trade up for either of the quarterbacks. What if you had, like, the fourth or fifth? That's still... You'd still have to send a lot of picks. Well, so what? what's the kid... I was trying to think of the name earlier. What's the kid out of North Dakota that everybody's getting a ton of hype on? Uh, something... Trey something. Damn it. We have um, nobody that watches college football. Apparently, yeah, talking to three guys that don't watch college football. I love Trey something. Damn it, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks. I don't have I don't have the capacity to Trey channel Lance. anything outside of NFL. I'm all locked in there. All of my an, an analytical abilities must be devoted to the NFL. Trey Lance is his name. Is quarterback? Quarterback out of uh, out of North Dakota State. So I mean he's being he's being talked about as like that that next option if you can't get Lawrence or or Fields. Is he made of glass like lenses? He's your your tier two guy. He, well he's he's a he's a high tier two guy. He's not like a Paxton tier two guy. He's he's like a well that was a horrifically bad draft overall for it, quarterbacks. It, it sure was. Uh, but I think Paxton was considered in that second tier, right? Like like as of draft time, he was considered a fringe first, early second guy. Yes. So I, I think Trey Lance is better than that. I would I would imagine he's like a top fifteen pick uh, next year. Um, I'm seeing some hype about him being a top ten guy. So if if you're sitting there and, and you've got a chance to take uh, a promising quarterback, but from a small school, do you do you jump on that? Oh, there's a. You guys are seeing a bad question um, since none of you guys know who the fuck he is. But no, uh, are you guys seeing those uh, offensive yards? Yeah, that some of the same to? traits as Mahomes did coming out of Texas Tech. Mm. You guys seeing those uh, 
those those numbers in that were just posted in the Discord? Yeah, Mike Kliss tweeting out, uh, Jerry Judy, four catches, 62 yards. Uh, Noah Fant, four catches, 57 yards. KJ Hamler, three catches, 48. Sutton, three catches, 66. What do you guys make of that? Um, I kind of... Like, I want to say that makes me feel better. Or feel okay. Um, with the amount of firepower that has been built up around this team and and been, what's the word I want to say, uh, like, cheerleaded for? I don't know. Um, I feel like you got to do more than just a little bit more than 200 yards. Or 250. Where, where, where do these numbers add up to? <laughs> no, a little over 200 yards. Okay. Yeah, I think with the amount of firepower, or the amount of investment you put into it. Oh fuck! The amount of investment. <laughs> Headphones again? You, no, I was. I've like, I'm playing with chopsticks. Um, the amount of investment they put into the skill positions of through the fucking air, uh, football this off season instead of other places, I do expect better. Um, and maybe that's not fair of me to expect rookies. To half of these people that were listed are rookies uh, to to immediately be great but I kind of a little bit expect them to immediately be great for the uh, the resources allocated or invested in them you guys you guys have thoughts no I think that's a pretty reasonable expectation I mean Judy had another really great cool catch and run even if it only got him three extra yards and it wasn't for a first down um it's not to disparage him though i do kind of wish that you wouldn't risk injury or fumble for not a first down though he didn't know it wasn't gonna not be not a first down unless he did yeah I don't know. I, I want to see a high-flying offense. I don't think we're going to get that with Driscoll um, for good reason. I don't know. I don't know. What? Um, give me a. Give me a. Give me a. A record. An end of year record. We can send this off at an end of year record, so I can go play video games. Well, if Drew Locke is out for the entire year, five and. What what is it? Seventeen games now, five and twelve. Is that right? We're playing seventeen games this year, right? No, just just sixteen this year. Okay, five and eleven then. I think of Locke. I I mean, I was project. I was, I guess, pretty dour last week, and I projected six and ten. I mean, if Locke is out, I'll go. I'll go four and twelve. I still. Don't even know what my expectation is with Locke. Um, without is not good. I, I think I like uh, with Locke, I think I like this team to be about that 7 and 9 mark. Without, yeah, I think 4, four and 12, 5 and 11 is pretty real. Oh, I'll with Locke, we're 16 and 0. I'll say it. I'll say I'll say three and thirteen. I'll do it. I like it. I mean, who? The Jets? 
Yeah, the Jets. Um, Gase, Gase puts that one on his calendar every year. He wants to beat the shit out of us. He doesn't like Denver. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's think, it's not looking great. Like, even if it's not their fault, even if we should chalk this up for a learning year, like, that's still the... Uh, <laughs> that's that's still like the record I project if Locke doesn't come back. And fire, who knows? Maybe I don't know. Driscoll might be better than Locke. Minshew's better than Locke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minshew looked good today. Minshew had a better rookie season than Locke did. I don't he know. Got the, he got to play more of it too. I again, I'm not gonna make any like definitive calls on Locke. I've not been impressed through five quarters of the 2020 season um but it was his seventh start so uh i'll, I'll be i'll be patient because this team deserves your patience <laughs> this um, team deserves your patience don't say anything else don't you yeah. fucking say more words okay <laughs> there is no said. such thing as good criticism right now it is only patience wait don't say anything no only patience that is, um, I know the the joke is there, but uh, it does need to be uh, screamed at several people right now that uh, that's not an excuse for bad play currently. Uh, you can still criticize shit, even if maybe they are owed more time to get things together. You can still go like, well, this time here were the problems, and here's how they've been patternistic since last season. So Drew Locke is doing his post game right now, and he's wearing a sling. Oh, good. Uh, well, at least he's not at a hospital, right? So his this arm is, is there. I'm thinking it's going to be a three to four week injury. I bet you what it's kind like of injury a sprain is it? or something. So, so Eric said, uh, Drew Locke quoted, "We're going to take it day by day, but I'm optimistic about it." Said it felt funny trying to throw the ball when he tested it out on the sideline. That's not great, but I guess the Pretty ability to, to throw the ball is fine. What do you guys think? Uh, AC joint, torn labrum. If he's not in a hospital, if he's doing post game, I wouldn't assume that it's a uh, broken collarbone. So that's a good sign. Yeah, he's he's probably gonna come back in about three or four weeks, I would think. You think it'll be that long? I don't know. Well, you don't want. I think uh, you don't want to rush would... a quarterback back from that, even if it's just a sprain. You know yeah, what? And uh, then you Cor get Cortland Sutton left today's game. By the way, uh, wish they didn't rush him back. That's true. He probably, he probably re, re aggravated that shoulder. That and man, if Locke is out for a couple games, how many games does he get to like get back in the swing of things? How long until we can judge Drew Locke? Uh, I think I believe it's twenty twenty two. Twenty two games or twenty twenty two the year. Twenty twenty two. We can de we can determine. After right. his next contract, we should be able to find out whether he's the guy. This sucks. Guys, this sucks. Yeah, it's not... I kind of expected this to not be, like, the most fun year, but it's certainly a little bit more dour than I was hoping it would be. I, They're not even I, losing good. Yeah, I mean, there was a kind of a rally losses. in the last bit of this game that was kind of... It was... I, I wasn't sitting there going, like, man, we can fucking win. I was, like, as Chris <laughs> said several times... Like excitedly confused. Watching Fant do nice things was fun. That was that was the best part of the game. Was watching I Fant look like a look like a top ten or top five tight end. 
I think he is easily my favorite part of this offense right now. When he gets the ball in his hands, he looks like he's just dominant. All right, boys, I got to pop out. This is over. We're clearly we're done. done. We were probably done banging the table. <laughs> we're just we're just com- uh, commiserating in our misery now. Join yeah. us for the post post game show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, after after party, when you guys just talk shit about Indy. Yeah, Thank well, we're God gonna be doing a. Uh, we'll be doing the the recap slash preview again, maybe again Thursdays. I don't know. The four people that listen to the show have really liked Chris's interjections, so maybe these <laughs> to permanently be on Thursday nights. You found Chris your place, the, Chris. The unexpected star of our show. <laughs> All right. All right. Later, boys. He came back. See ya.